Hey, Slingers, this is another week of the Word Slinger podcast, and one you're not going to want to miss. Stick around to find out you can get what you want just by asking for it. Hey, you're looking for a jump on your own indie author career, but kind of confused about where to start? I got the place for you. Check out Draft to Digital. That's where you're going to be able to convert your manuscript, distribute it worldwide online, and get help the whole way from the best author support there is. Trust me on this one. So go check out Draft to Digital at drafttodigital.com slash wordslinger. It's the Word Slinger Podcast, where story matters. Build your brand, write your book, redefine who you are. It's all about the story here. What's yours? Now, here's the guy who invented pants optional, Kevin Tomlinson, the Word Slinger. Word Slinger. Well, I am Kevin Tomlinson, the Word Slinger, uh, and you are whoever you are the person listening to this broadcast. <laughs> uh, so I'm uh, I'm in the middle. Of, so you, you may have noticed I, I didn't uh, do an episode last week. Um, and I got to tell you, it's it's probably going to be tough to get episodes out over the next couple of months. I got I got conferences coming up. August, I, I, I literally have a conference every week of August. Um, and that's a lot of travel. It's a lot of trying to work everything out. I'm going to do my best. I'm going to do my absolute best to, uh, to get you at least one episode a week in there. It might just be a bunch of solo slinger episodes. Um, and I'm sorry to the folks who I have interviewed that I'm trying to, I'm trying to get through that back catalog as fast as possible. And I got more interviews coming up. So, uh, but you know, this is crunch time, uh, for me in this, in this business, with uh, basically it's conference season, so um, I'm gonna do my best though, and I, I'm looking out for you. Uh, and speaking of that, uh, you know we've done a couple of webinars now, or well, we've done one webinar so far for uh, Draft Digital, the D2D, D2D AUA, as we call it. Ask us anything. Uh, the first one went really well, and we set up a bunch of uh, author consultations. Now, unfortunately, I didn't check a box uh, that needed to be checked in order to evenly distribute the consultations. So for two weeks, two, three weeks now, I have um, I've basically had back-to-back consultations with authors with no gap between. <laughs> Uh, and no lunch breaks and none of that. <laughs> so it's been a very rough couple of weeks. Uh, plus we've had some other, I've had some other things going on and like a little family thing happened. Um, so <clears throat> it's been challenging to get everything done. That includes getting the word slinger podcast recorded. Um, but I'm here, I'm back at least today. Um, but one of the things that's come up in the author consultations that I thought would make a great topic, uh, it's a very basic marketing technique or marketing um, strategy that I think gets overlooked all the time. Now, everyone I talk to uh, asks marketing questions. They're always very focused on you know Facebook ads, uh, Amazon AMS ads, that sort of thing. You know, how do I how do I up my game and get people to buy my book wide or you know uh, just discover me, <laughs> get on my mailing list, and the one thing that I've discovered that, that hardly anyone does is just ask 
for what they want. So if you have a mailing list, now a lot of the, a lot of the authors I've talked to, you know, they only have like maybe a hundred people. Some only have like twenty people on their list. Uh, some have fifteen hundred. It, it's it's it doesn't really matter what the size of the list is. But one of the things you should be doing regularly is engaging that readership with personable emails, which we've talked about in the past. You want to become a human being to these people. You don't have to share personal private details of your life, but you want to uh, frame yourself as someone that they can, that they might enjoy knowing, you know, as someone you're having a conversation with. Um, and in these emails, you should periodically ask them to share the uh, the links to get your free book or free short story or whatever you're using to get people on your mailing list. Um, if you're not offering something, some top of funnel offer or incentive for authors to get on your mailing list, you need to come up with something. Um, I just talked to an author just now. I won't I won't reveal who she was. I, she's she's a little shy, but uh, she has a free novella. No, uh, prequel. It wasn't a novella because it was like 75,000 words. So it's a full-on book. She'll give that book away for free. She sells it, but she also gives it away for free if you get on her mailing list. Uh, But she created this uh, bonus content that was uh, uh, sort of a, like, almost like an espionage case study kind of thing. Um, And uh, she offered that as a sort of I'm sorry to her list for not having emailed them for a bit. And I, I told her to, to package that and offer that as an incentive for people to just get on the list in the first place. That's a great resource. So if you, if you could pull together little things like that, just content people can't get anywhere else, exclusive content for being on your mailing list. That is attractive to a lot of readers. <clears throat> and uh, it's also going to pull in the kind of readers that you want, the readers who are interested in this, this topic that you cover, you know, whatever your genre happens to be, um, who are willing to take an action, uh, which makes them much more likely to take the action of buying a book when you have one to promote to them. Now, um, email your list regularly, once a month at least, um, and tell them it's perfectly okay with you if they share the links to get the free downloads. Say... Uh, look, I, I am trying to reach as many readers as possible. You know, this is my dream. You can help me achieve my dream if you share this link with everyone you know. Everyone you think would be interested in reading uh, my kind of books. And, uh, and just do that every now and then. This, is a, this should become a, a regular part of your author diet. Uh, you are going to go out and ask your readership and your platform to share um, ways to get on your mailing list. The mailing list is where the money's at. It always will be. (laughs) I'm convinced of this. It always has been, for sure. So you want to nurture the mailing list before you try anything else. If you you want to advertise and you're not making a lot of sales, I would advise you to advertise, Facebook ads or otherwise, um, with the focus on growing your mailing list rather than focusing on sales. Now, Amazon's a little different. Uh, AMS, the, you know, it's all internal. Um, I have my own opinions about Amazon ads um, and uh, the, sort of the toll-to-play idea. But um, 
you can do the same thing on Amazon ads. You can have a book that is uh, geared towards, you know, for example, this author's prequel. This book is actually geared towards enticing people to get interested in the rest of her series. Um, I would heavenly laden that with, um, you know, calls to action to get on her mailing list. Definitely a CTA to read through to the next book in the series. Definitely want that. But I would make sure that the call to action to get on the mailing list is front and center. And then the freebie that they get at that point should be like that bonus material or something that they can't get anywhere else. Because what you don't want is for the author or for the readers to feel cheated <clears throat> to find out that they could have gotten this book they just spent, you know, a couple of bucks on for free if they had gotten on your mailing list. So instead, <clears throat> you're advertising this prequel or the first book in your series or whatever, uh, definitely trying to promote read-through, but also trying pushing uh, to get people on your mailing list. Once they're on your mailing list, you get a whole lot of other options. Uh, nurture that list and you'll go far. <laughs> so, um, so <clears throat> that is part of this ask. Um, you should also ask. Asking is always this. To me, it's a magical tool. <laughs> ask your readers how things are going. How are the book? How how are you liking the books? Take that feedback and learn from it. So if someone says to you, well, you know, I like the books, but there's a lot of typos. All right, well, there's an area to focus on. You got to get better editing. I like your books, but the covers stink. <laughs> or I like your books. I really love the covers. You might get some positive feedback out of this, which is always good and always motivational. Um, and then uh, ask. You can ask them what you know. For ideas, you can say, "I'm trying to get more people to uh, to check out my books at the library." Right? Does anyone know any librarians I can talk to? Does anyone know any programs I can be involved in? Um, and you may be able to find this stuff with a Google search. But if you find this stuff through the people you're engaging with, it, there's a bond that happens. So don't be afraid to ask your platform um, to help you out. And frame it that way. You can say, now, you're, you should always focus on trying to give more than you get when it comes to your platform. And I'm, I'm using platform to encompass email, social media, conferences you attend, whatever. But uh, you want to try to give more than you receive, right? So give out some free bonus stuff. Give out, you know, make sure you, you uh, are engaging your, your email list with... Uh, Tales from wherever. If you're not personal, uh, if you're not uh, comfortable sharing personal information, then share things about what you're reading. Share trips that you're taking. Share or not. You don't have to give people uh, inside information about you're going to be out of town during such and such date. But you can come back and share photos. <laughs> share history that you've learned. If you're a romance writer, share uh, you know funny romantic comedies that you've watched. Um, you want to share, share, share. You want to get these people to start thinking of you as a friend that they are willing to help. And then you periodically, A, ask them to share with as many people as they can your link to get a download or whatever. Or um, your link to buy a, a pre-order or buy a new release or something along those lines. And, and B, um, you, you ask them to buy. 
<laughs> this softens that ask. Uh, it's not a hard sell if you spent three months prepping to make it, right? Or to even ask for it. Um, so there's an underlying philosophy here. It's something that it's part of, it's one of my sort of principles, right? That um, you never get anything you, in, you you're going to, everything you get, you have to ask for in one way or another, right? Even if you didn't intend to ask for it. So the phrase my grandfather used to use is, I never got a thing I didn't ask for, even if it was a punch in the mouth, which I always took to mean, you know, you, you get, you ask for everything you get out of life in one way or another. You reap what you sow, right? If you got punched in the mouth, you probably set that up somehow. Even if you didn't say or do anything to deserve it, you put yourself in the scenario somehow, right? Um, and maybe that's not true. Maybe someone just randomly ran up and clocked you in the jaw. It, it, it's been known to happen. Uh, this is not victim blaming. This is personal responsibility, right? This is you deciding you're empowered rather than deciding everything has to happen to you. You, you are deciding I make things happen. When you think like that, and you're willing to ask for what you want, you increase the odds of getting it. So you may not get it every time, right? You may not actually get what you asked for. You may ask for something and you don't get <laughs> exactly what you asked for, uh, but maybe it comes close. Or maybe it goes off in a different direction and you decide you didn't want that anyway. You know, maybe you could change your mind. But getting used to and getting comfortable with asking uh, will carry you much further. This is part of a whole bootstrapping idea, by the way, that you can use this to promote yourself without having to spend money. So that right there should make your ears perk up. So uh, there's a couple of concepts at play here, and we talk about this often, but your first priority should be to build up your platform as much as possible. Your platform can be defined as as your reach to a willing audience that that has a higher that has higher odds of actually going out and purchasing your books. That's going to be your platform. Your mailing list is the big, biggest component of that platform. The more people you can get on your mailing list who are sympathetic to you, who are vetted, uh, the better. So your goal there is you want to build a mailing list of people who uh, who like the type of thing you write and are willing to part with money for it which you know <laughs> seems pretty basic and no-brainer and yet nobody nobody i'm not going to say that a, a lot of authors don't think about it and they don't do what it takes to make that happen um so this is all kind of a mindset thing i'll be honest it's it's all it's all kind of go out and own your author career right be empowered uh, and empowered people ask for what they want. The idea is to ask, 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 and play the numbers game. Increase your odds. Every time you ask, your odds go up, right? So that's what marketing is. Marketing is uh, all about increasing the odds that the right person will find your book at the right time and make a purchase. That's what marketing is. Some people spend money to increase those odds. Some people don't. Some people do a mix of both. Um, I do a mix of both. Uh, but for the largest portion of my career, I, I only did free promotion stuff because I only had zero dollars to spend. 
So it's not impossible to market your work without money. It's not impossible at all. You you don't need a budget to market. Uh, but money is uh, in a nice, interesting little reciprocal relationship with time. You are either going to spend time or you are going to spend money. Money is a shortcut. Money means you don't have to spend as much time and you can actually amplify your time with money. But that doesn't make it the end-all, be-all <laughs> of, of marketing resources. That would be um, your creativity. you know. Because even if you have a budget, let's say that you've got a thousand dollars extra a month you know you sell cans or or blood or <laughs> or you have a, a book income of a thousand dollars or you um, mow lawns on top of your regular job or something right you've just somehow each month you've cobbled together an extra thousand a month that you can throw into an advertising or rather a, a um, marketing budget I don't want to call it an advertising budget because advertising isn't always the right answer Advertising can be the right answer, but it comes down to how are you going to spend that thousand dollars? What? How do you? How can you most efficiently spend that thousand dollars? And let's just say it's not a thousand dollars. So let's say the best you're able to do each month is an extra hundred dollars. How do you spend it? Well, you know you can't go do um, an elaborate Facebook ad campaign for a hundred bucks a month. You can run Facebook ads for 100 bucks a month, and you might even see some traction. But it it you need to assess um, how best to apply those funds. If Facebook advertising is going to be the way to go, chances are you're going to need to figure out um, the best way to uh, funnel traffic from those ads into something you can use. I would argue that at that point, the lower your budget. Uh, the more important it is to focus entirely on your mailing list. And I think that's just that's just marketing life right there. <laughs> in fact, well, let's, we, let's just engrave that in stone. The lower your budget, the more important it is to focus entirely on growing your mailing list rather than on direct sales. Because you can sell to that list over time. Once you have those people captured, you don't have to spend any more money to, to engage with them necessarily. I mean, there are there is some overhead in you know the email management systems. Lots of tools out there uh, to explore to help keep the cost down. But in general, if you have a mailing list, you're not going to spend a ton of money uh, to be able to remain in contact with them. Um, but you control that list. You control that group. I mean, if it came down to it, I don't advise this, but you could export that list and import it into a special Gmail account and email those people on blind, you know, blind copy, right? <laughs> there's always going to be a way. Um, not always an advisable way, but at least there is a way, right? So um, that's the that's our new one of our new commandments. Maybe one day I should write all these down, actually, but. That's one of our new commandments. Is the lower your budget, the more your focus should be on building your mailing list. Uh, and asking that list to help promote you to others is how you grow that list beyond having to spend money, right? So if you can only spend 100 bucks a month and you're focusing all, all of it on getting a couple of people on your mailing list here and there, then um, asking them to go off and be advocates on your behalf, it's that's the fastest way to grow without a bunch of overhead. It's a little bit like network marketing. 
<laughs> that, I don't know if anybody in the audience has ever had this experience. I got approached by tons of people who did network marketing, Amway, and things like that. I'm not saying, I'm not going to pass any judgments on this, uh, this practice. There are a lot of millionaires out there who built their millions through um, network marketing. So kudos to you. Um, it was never quite my bag. However, the principle of it is pretty sound from a marketing perspective. Uh, I just think we take a different, more heartfelt approach than going out and blind recruiting, you know, hundreds of people to do our bidding <laughs> and be in our, our downline or whatever they call it. Um, and here's how that would work. So you get, you get your readers to download your freebie and get on your mailing list. And, and maybe they've even gone off and bought a book or two from you. If you only have one book, you know, maybe they've bought your book. Now you've, uh, you've enticed them to get on your mailing list. You've somewhat vetted them. And if you ask them to go off and share with just, you know, could you just go share with, say, I would always say everyone you know. But even if it's just two people, if you just get two people to sign up and get this freebie, think of two people you like who might like and enjoy this book or this bonus content, or this short story, and tell them, give them this link. You can share this email with them. <laughs> and that's really when you want your emails to be on point, by the way. You want your emails to be um, focused on uh, being personable, engaging, asking questions, open loops, we call it. You want people to respond, right? Uh, but if you, I'm telling you, as you get people on your mailing list, people are, are really kind of wonderful. If you ask for help and you frame it that way, hey, I need your help. Okay? I need a favor. <laughs> if that favor doesn't cost them any money, then there's, there's a bigger chance they're going to go ahead and do it. Uh, there's a book, and I'm going to pop over into a web browser real quick and, and try to f remember what the... I know the title is Influence. Um, but I can't remember the author's name right now, so let me look that up. But <clears throat> you want to you want to get your hands on this book, uh, Influence, Science, and Practice. Is that it? No, The Psychology of Persuasion. Influence, The Psychology of Persuasion. Uh, this is uh, written by Robert B. and I think it's Childini. C I A L D I N I. Um, pick up this book. Read this book. Get it on ebook, get it on Audible, uh, wherever you like to uh, consume your books. Uh, this is a this is a good one. This is this. There are a lot of ideas in here that are very applicable to authors. One of the ideas was um, people respond to and ask if you give them a reason. If you say because, right? So uh, I think, and I'm, I'm, I may butcher this this example. So if you read the book and, and I'm completely off base, forgive me. It's been a bit. Um, but they did a test with um, people in line to use a copier, and someone comes along and says, "Do you mind? Uh, could I get? Could I cut in front of you and use the the copier because I have ten thousand copies to make, or I have ten copies to make." Would, that's probably closer to what they actually said. Um, so what they found was when people did this and they gave a reason, no matter what that reason was, it it increased the odds that the person would let them cut. 
<laughs> so when you say to someone, um, would you mind sharing this email with everyone you know? Because I'm trying to build up my readership and it would really help me out. Okay? So now they get to be a hero. You're asking them to help you fulfill your dreams. I would even frame it that way if you wanted. I, I have a dream of being an author. This is the only thing I really want to do with my life. I'm, I love writing. I, I'm so happy that you enjoy my books. Would you help me find new readers by sharing this with as many people as you can think of? Thank you so much. I'm so very grateful. And so now you're, you're coming to them hat in hand asking them to help you. You got to get past ego but on this, by the way. Don't think of this as begging or, or, <laughs> or anything like that, asking for charity. Uh, these people agreed to get on your mailing list because they were interested in what you had to say. They were interested in your book. They were interested in your freebie. They voluntarily got on this list. You asking them to help grow that list is not charity. It's just two, you know, two people interacting. <laughs> we do this. The social contract allows us to do this all the time in our personal relationships. Stop thinking of your list as being a bunch of customers and start thinking of them as a bunch of friends of yours. And your life is going to change for the better. I promise you. <laughs> start treating everybody on that list like, like you are so thrilled that they're there because you should be everyone on that list they're more than just numbers they're more than just the dollars they represent they're living breathing human beings who care about you and showed it by getting on your list now are there deadbeats on lists yes are there people who aren't going to respond positively no matter what you say or do yes they're not your audience <laughs> They're welcome to leave that list. You have a special club that uh, that this group belongs to, and you want to treat them like that and remind them of it all the time. You are in a, you are in an exclusive uh, company of of wonderful human beings, and uh, I am so happy you're here. I am your guide in this in this uh, community, uh, but I you know, I am uh, also a servant and. If you could help me by spreading this around, you would make my dreams come true. People will respond very positively. Um, and the same thing can happen outside of your mailing list. <clears throat> it can happen on your social media, social media circles. But an interesting thing happens on social media. Uh, there's a kind of, uh, it's a little bit like high school. Like if you were to say to your friends in high school, I, I could really use help in math. Uh, if you went to your friends individually and said that, they they would help you. But if you said that to your group of friends who are all equally trying to impress each other and build their own audiences and or clicks, uh, you know, and promote themselves at the same time, chances are instead of being helpful and kind, they're going to be cruel and, and hurtful. They're going to make jokes. They're going to make light of it. Or even if they don't go to that extreme, <clears throat> sorry about that. Hold on. Had to clear my throat. Um, even if they don't go to that extreme, they may just rib you and make fun of you a little out of kindness, you know, out of love, quote unquote, um, just because uh, they don't want to openly commit to anything because they may get approached by others to do it or whatever. <clears throat> so it's the fact that they can be seen 
when you ask them, I think. So you want to ask them more privately. And, and an email newsletter is private. It feels like they're getting an email directly from you. So uh, you can still ask for this stuff in social media, and you'll oftentimes you will you will get some help. But in my experience, it's much better to uh, to approach your list. One second. I absolutely hate putting little gaps in there, but when my throat dries out, what can I do? I could edit. <laughs> Not gonna do it. Um. Anyway, we're coming up on time. Uh, just a couple minutes left. I uh, I hope that this has been useful to you. Um, this is how I approach everything, and honestly, it's it's worked so well for me. I I I don't spend much in advertising. Now I have some promotions coming up that I do I have spent money on. I have a twenty five hundred dollar promotion coming up um, in August. Uh, I spend money on ads, uh, you know, from time to time. Not not a lot, but you know, I spend money on book bubs. And I spend money on uh, various different uh, uh, promotion tools, um, and I but I do it sort of sparingly, and I do it experimentally. And uh, I think I can say without a doubt that I get more traction out of uh, out of this this type of thing, out of asking. The more organic way of doing this. And it's more stable. It grows better over time. It does take more time. So don't don't think this is an overnight kind of thing. Uh, but you can spend tons of money on ads and never see the needle move for sales. I would spend that money. I'd focus, if I were you and I did this, I would focus entirely on, uh, I'd focus 100% of my efforts on building my list up and then only promoting to my list. Because <laughs> if you can get 50,000 people on your list, you know, and they all buy a book, that's great. So anyway, uh, that's going to do it for this week. I hope you got something out of it. I hope I'm able to give you an episode Friday, but just in case I'm not, uh, just be aware I'm doing conference stuff. So uh, reach out if you want to. God bless. And I'll see you next time. Hey, how you doing on money? I know it's a touchy subject, but uh, I got something that may help you out. See, I'm using an app called Acorns. And it helps me manage some investing, uh, put some money back, get a little interest. It's kind of nice to watch my money grow. So I want to share that with you. Go to kevintumlinson.com acorns and you'll get some free money. See you there. Slinger.